Hello and welcome to GIST Radio. We are a casual radio station where we broadcast when we have something to say. GIST stands for Getting the Shit Together, and we broadcast important interviews and information for artists and creatives of all kinds. For more information on GIST, please log into our website at www.gyst-ink.com, where you will find free resources, software, and publications for artists. You can email us and let us know what you would like to hear about at info at gyst-ink.com. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your GIST host, Kara Tomei. And what I do on this broadcast is seek out artists who have hybridized their careers to include some form of innovative programming that engages the public. Be that through an ongoing project, uh, collaborative with other artists, a, a nonprofit entity, even a business, whatever form it takes, we here at GIST Inc. want to support and champion those artists who have diversified their practice in this way and are engaging audiences. Uh, the goal of GIST Radio is to give them a forum to share their experiences and so they can inspire others, like you listeners, to do the same. Today, I'm excited to have on the show someone who started a unique uh, program in Los Angeles. It is called Traction Arts, and it is in the heart of Los Angeles Arts District, started by artist Ken Marciano to expose the community to new and interesting video art. There are certainly uh, not enough showing video art, so this is a, a good thing. I also um, wanted to say that I had heard about his project through uh, reading the LA Weekly. There was an article uh, by Carol Che called Nine New Alternative Spaces in LA to Check Out Now. So, of course, I emailed all nine of those spaces to try to get people on my show because that's perfect for, for what I do here. And I want to quote the uh, writer because it's a lovely quote about Traction Arts and then that'll kick off our conversation with Ken. She said, Traction Arts is the simplest but also perhaps the most magical project on this list, capable of suddenly changing the perspectives of random passers-by. That's beautiful. I love it. The word magical caught my eye, of course, and it is a magical little place that I would like to have Ken tell us all about. So, Ken Marciano, welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm really interested to hear how and why you started this project. And but I'd like to actually start because, real, like I said, we uh, we are all about artists, uh, working, practicing artists who are doing many different things in their career. I'd like to have you just introduce yourself and also your art, which will lead into talking about why you want to present others' art. Okay, great. Um, first of all, I... Um Thank you again for having me on here. This is really wonderful. And uh, and I have to thank Carol Che because uh, what she wrote was very sweet and uh, made me tear up even hearing it read by you a little bit because it's just such a such a wonderful way to talk about this project of mine. Uh, so um, I just wanted to sort of give a shout-out to her for, for writing that. Um, yeah. Let's see. I, um, I'm an artist. I've been an artist for, uh, for decades at this point. Um, originally from the East Coast, uh, moved out here in 1990. And I mostly identify as a documentary photographer, although I've done a number of different things, including performance art, video, um, painting, not so much, but other kinds of art. Um, 
and I also um, uh, work with communities. I've worked with communities um, on and off throughout my career, and I'm still actually in a 10-year project. Actually, it's 10 years this year, working with uh, Lakota Indians up in South Dakota, where we go on a 300-mile horseback ride, and I photograph along with kids. I supply them with cameras and computers and things like that, and we photograph along the ride. It's a 300-mile horseback ride that's in memorial uh, that ends up at the site of the Woodney Massacre uh, in December 29th. So that is my interesting. Major... I actually, I just interrupted. I saw a couple of videos of that ride um, on your website. You have shown some of that work at Traction Art. So uh, that was mm-hmm. that was beautiful stuff. Uh, so go ahead. So then you, uh, well, you say on your website that you were inspired by a certain talk that happened at the Armory Arts Center in Pasadena uh, by an artist named Carlton Davis who, as I understand it, just a little brief research I did, ran an alternative gallery in downtown LA in the early 80s called the Art Dock, which he described as a drive-by gallery. Love the idea. Mm -hmm. So tell us about going to that talk and what he said and how it inspired you to to move forward with, with what you do. Well, I, you know, I went there because uh, Ulysses Jenkins is a friend of mine, and I just went to, you know, it's always good to support your friends. Uh, and I'd heard of the art dog before, but I really didn't know anything about it. So when I went and saw what he had done, um, I was just inspired by the idea that, you know, sometimes if you just decide you want to do something and you decide just to start doing it, uh, then it and it happens. And that's sort of what Carlton had done. He had a studio. He had a draw door. He said, eh, what the hell, I'll put a gallery in that door. And, you know, when people went by, they saw the artwork and it was constantly up and, you know, but some people, a lot of people didn't see it. A lot of people did see it. Um, a lot of people didn't know what was going on there, but went by and, and it was there for them to see. And, and I think that there was something very beautiful about that. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, that I, I kind went there of- to- uh, just uh, kind of ephemeral thing, you know. This I, I love this idea, and, and it, it circles back to Carol's quote about yours that it's just something that exists there. Not a lot of bells and whistles and signs. I mean, you know, and then and it's and anyone can can pass by and and kind of be stopped and attracted by it. I, that's a that is a beautiful thing. So the art talk was a similar thing. And did you have just an aha moment when when he was talking about that? You know, I was. I was talking to somebody afterwards about how there there didn't seem to be a lot of venues in L.A. where just things just suddenly happened and nobody, you know what I mean, that, that the regular public could just, just see by accident. And as I was walking away, I was talking to my wife, and I was like, I have this great idea. And she said, oh, that's beautiful. I have a projector. We can project out the window. So, boom, it was done. So describe, because uh, we don't want to assume our, our listening audience, uh, I'd like you to have a visualization of exactly what it is. Okay. Um, you know, well, first of all, the odd thing is that, you know, I've lived downtown for over 10 years and my wife for even longer. And this area, which is Traction Avenue, used to be not so nice as it is now. And um and, and now we have a lot of walk-in traffic uh, because uh, there's a lot of things to do in the area. Um, so people walk by on Traction Avenue. Usually have to park pretty far away to get, a, get to the restaurants in this area now because so many people come here. And uh, we have a window right on Traction Avenue. Our building is uh, covered in ivy. And this is sort of like a little light that kind of peeks out from behind this window. 
and it's alternative video from actually all around the world. Right. So you. So what size is the window? Just to give another visual. Um, you know, it's been a while since I measured it. Um, but but roughly, it's roughly, probably, it's about um, not quite six feet by three feet, something like that. Maybe okay, four feet a, by six feet. That's a nice size screen. So basically, you rear project out in this window, uh, you know, in the window, and it's a rear projection yes. that just flickers there in all in the evening hours. It is interesting yes. that there are bars on the window, which is which mm-hmm. is kind of you know not ideal, and yet you I you know it's interesting that that has anyone ever not wanted to show them there because of the bars, or has anyone you know kind of I mean it's it's almost like a site specific little tweak, you know, to do the video. So because I thought you could address that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, on my submissions page on my website, it says there are bars in the windows. That's part of it. Uh, you have to think about how your work works in context with that. And everybody seems to be fine with it. Um, sometimes I think it works better than others. Like what I have up right now is a, um, uh, is a, on sort of a looping portrait of, uh, of one of the original, um, uh, people who flow, flew the uh, video Nola Gay, which dropped the bombs on, I forget if it was Nagasaki or, um, or Hiroshima. And it's this odd kind of like, it's all bright, and there's this guy, and he's in like a World War II outfit, and he's just kind of looking at you and blinking. And that coming from behind the bars is really oddly ominous. Now, it doesn't say anything oh, yeah. about who he is, so you have to kind of look, go online to find out who this guy is. But it's kind of this weird scene of some guy from the 40s looking at you from behind these bars. Oh, that's wonderful. It's very simple, yet I'm sure very arresting, and especially for people, the public, who are not prepared, you know, just kind of, again, walking by and, whoa, there's this, you know, guy staring at you yeah. through the bars in the video. I bet there's just, I'm sure there's wonderful, you know, moments of just, you know, people people being so super love, surprised about that. You've had 21 shows, I think I counted right, 21 shows of video since April 2013, which means also you're coming up on your one-year anniversary of doing this. Yes, we are. We're actually very excited. The 26th, uh, we are going to have some kind of party. I was hoping to make it bigger than, than I could afford, so it's going to be a little smaller. But we would love everybody to come out, um, and uh, we could sort of fill up the street and shut it down and have the police come in and, and tell us to move along. That would be fun. Oh, well, that would be a big success, wouldn't it, if, it, if that happened? Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> well, you know, well we, April 26th. We kind of do stop traffic sometimes. Uh, we, we used to have openings every uh, every month, but... Uh, as the weather got a little bit colder uh, and my uh, my pocket got a little less deep, uh, we decided to, to just have, like, you know, sporadic uh, openings, sporadic sort of parties. And we think that the great way to start that up, basically, is the one-year anniversary party. Yeah, that's great. Okay, speaking of the purse strings, I am interested in this aspect of it. This is obviously a totally DIY project, and you mm-hmm. sounds to me like you are basically funding it for yourself because you just want want to have to do this. Is that correct? That's correct. A few people, if you go online, you can find, you can buy mugs from uh, from the site. I make these mugs that uh, say Traction Arts on them, um, and it's a fundraiser. And in the beginning, I sold a few of them, but it wasn't even enough to pay for one uh, one uh, opening, <laughs> basically. Yeah, barely. I mean, this is often, this is such a, I, I kind of, I do love these, just looking at just startup DIY things. I mean, that's often how the best things start. I mean, you know, you just, just you felt compelled, you have this brilliant moment of an idea of doing this and then now you're trudging along a year later and going oh this is kind of 
good. This is popular. This is working, you know, and, and uh, I'll, I'll add some swag in there to, you know, make some money. But are, and, and, but are you thinking beyond that? Is this something that you might take to another level in terms of getting Cisco SIP or, or something like that? Or is it just this small thing that you want to control and have it be your own thing? It's it's a hard thing to think about right now. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would the the plan was eventually to make it a larger thing for the traction arch or traction area. Uh, that is something that is somewhat in the works at the moment, and I don't really want to talk about that so much. But but that's a possibility. But funding was never. Um, I mean, it would be great to be funded, but it's not a priority. So therefore, no mm-hmm. no funding well, effort I mean, has really one, been made. So. Yeah. One nice thing is video art actually doesn't cost a lot of money, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you know, it's video. You have the projector. You've got the space. It's 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 wonderful. So it's just this kind of extension of what you do as as a as an artist and person who wants to engage their community. So I think it's a very it's a very special thing. It's <laughs> a very personal special thing that I really mm-hmm. think is think is wonderful. So. Well, you know, it's an extension of my work as an artist to to do this. I think and. You know, I've always funded my own work out of my own pocket, so it sort of works out fine for that in that reason. Yeah, I mean, do you think of, I mean, yeah, do you think of yourself as, quote, a curator, or is this just, again, not just, but is this something that's just out of your practice, something that you, you know, want, want to do, or, or, or is it, has your mind shifted a little, like, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a curator now, because you're selecting artists, you're making it happen, just curious about that. Well, yeah, I think I think definitely I I I see myself as a curator in in this instance, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. I think that you know it's I, I, as as I'm sure you well know. I mean, curating is uh, in and of itself a creative field. Um, so I think it's an extension of me as an artist, but uh, and I've curated before, oh, but but very small amounts. So. Yeah, I mean, is, is that something you before that that after you know or. Rather, after having the aha moment of, with after Carlton's lecture, is this something that you thought of doing, or did it just come and then you just have run with it? In terms of being a curator or presenting others, other people's work, or is this just kind of how you know how it happened? I guess probably a little bit of both. I mean, I think that mm-hmm. I was excited about the idea that I could have some uh, some say. I mean, so I, yeah, I, I can't deny the fact that I I enjoy the idea that I can find work uh, that I think is strong and powerful that I believe in. So, so yeah, I think that mm-hmm. I appreciate that, that sort of, I don't know if it's really a power to some degree, but of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you select your artists? I mean, you're in the field, you're in the world. So of course you're, you know, artists, you, you, the list that you have on, on there is, you know, strong, impressive. There's, you know, mid-career artists on there and, and people from, like you said, all over the world. So, And you have the submission mm-hmm. page. So, but how does that all work? And are you, are you, are you, is there plenty to choose from? <laughs> at, at times, you know, I went through a dry period for a little while there. Um, but yeah. uh, then I, uh, I did a call on uh, actually SPE, Society for Photographic Educators, and uh, received a number of new videos from there. At first, it was just word of mouth. Um, when I first started doing this, I just asked somebody who I knew, uh, who I knew had a really interesting video that would work looping and would work really well with the window, and asked her, that was Jody Zellin, and I said, please, would you be interested in showing your work? She said, that sounds great, and we showed mm-hmm. that, and then more people saw it and came and, and said, hey, I would yep. like to be considered, and 
And that went up for a while, and then I started making more of an effort uh, to get people to send stuff in, and people called friends and suggested and things like that. So, so it's yeah, kind of so like it, at first it was it was amorphous, and then it became like bigger. So yeah, it's a network. Once it, once once it's yeah. plugged into the network of artists who do this kind of work, I mean, I'm sure that artists, I mean, all artists want to have their work shown, and especially video art because it is a little bit less uh, exhibited than, than maybe, let's say, your paintings and your drawings and all that, <laughs> you know, all of that. So um, yeah, a yeah. little a little shout-out to Jody Zellin. Actually, she and her partner, Brian Moss, were on this show not too long ago about their new business, which is called What's on L.A. Do you know about it? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, a little shout-out to Just Radio. You can go in the archives and check that out. Uh, Jody Zellin is a... Uh, artist of many different uh, media, and she and her partner started a, an app which tells you everything, all the exhibition openings that, ha- that are happening in L.A. and closings uh, all the time. <laughs> so great, great no, service. It's a great traction, resource. It's a great resource. Yeah. I hope Traction Arts is on there, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it has been, I think, from the beginning because uh, we've, been, we've been friends for many years. So. Good, it's great. <laughs> No problem. So you're looking forward to this one-year anniversary party. I, I, I think it's a great idea to make it a fundraiser. I think that the more people know about what you're doing, I mean, the LA Weekly gave you a nice plug and exposure. I, I hope that this show does as well as we publicize mm-hmm. it and let people hear about what you're doing. And, uh, yeah, get that swag going. I'll buy a traction mug and come on down <laughs> and, and, and see some video. I also saw some pictures on your uh, website. Uh, you serve popcorn. Just, just so people know, yes. when they go to see a, a video art quote movie at Traction Arts, they do get popcorn with little Traction Art bags. That's so cute. <laughs> yes, we and do the uh, website... popcorn, and we also do movie candy too. So perfect. Uh, we have Mike and Ike, um, and um, uh, different kinds of candy that you would normally find, uh, Red Hots, those kinds of things that you would find in a movie. And we're not really hope, allowed hope... to serve alcohol because we're on the street, so we serve yeah. soda, kind of soda water actually, but it's still similar. Well, that's fun. I think it, it really sounds fun. I hope people go to your website, tractionarts.org, and you have a Facebook and all that groovy stuff, and you know, get connected and get on the mail list and and start coming down. I think it's a it's a really a great project that you've done. I, I thank you for it, and I hope that you just get to keep on doing it for as long as you as you want to do, and and we get to see videos from from all over the world. That's really exciting. Cool. Yeah. yeah thank funny. you, Jen, for. What's, what's, what's really cool, though, is people can just drive by also. And that's, you know, yeah, drive by, yeah. I tell people yep. when, when, when they're submitting work is, is that it's really important that, that the viewing audience able, are able to get something really interesting out of it, even if it's only just for a minute. So uh, yeah. for me, you know, like it's not about narrative video. It's really about more experimental video. So sometimes people come by and they stand outside there for a while. Sometimes they just drive by and look up and hopefully they don't hit anybody. But, uh, but it's kind of cool yeah, that that's- that's a wonderful constraint, actually, which kind of probably pushes the creativity, too, even more, because I love that, that, that really one of the curatorial constraints is it has to be something that's quickly arresting, arresting you know, something that, that, that mm-hmm. you glance at and just stop with. So that's, that's really, yeah, that's a, I'm glad you pointed that out. It's an artistic uh, constraint that probably works beautifully. And you've, and what's really well, I love about it, and I think I'm sure you do too, is you, countless thousands of people can be glancing this screen, you know, mm-hmm. every every month. I mean, you, there's actually no way to track the numbers, but, you know, just I love that. 
kind of stuff for uh, ephemeral projects. No, it's yeah, it's fun that way. And you know, there's also a big bar that's going across the street. Actually, probably in the next six months, it'll be up, and it's like uh, uh, it's twenty thousand square feet. So I will have a built-in audience out in their patio. Oh, that is so nice. Actually, that might shift your your constraints a little bit, right? Because if you know you've got people sitting right out there watching, maybe the you know the kind of the narrative thing, short narrative thing, might even be able to come into play a little, or you can mix it up that yeah, way. Definitely. Definitely open to change. Yeah, I mean, that is exciting. So you're going to have even more of a built-in audience soon. Well, downtown is, you must have seen such exponential growth in that area, and it must be pretty exciting to have, you know, seen that and in a way taken a wonderful advantage of it in terms of showing the video art that you love. So kudos to you. <laughs> Ken, thanks for being my guest on the show, and uh, I'll see you on April 26th. Great. Thank you so much. Thanks. So this is Just Radio, which is a product of Just Inc. And we are a company by artists for artists that is all about professional practices, diversifying one's career, and getting the support and information that you need to do so. If you go on gist-inc, that's G-Y-S-T-I-N-K.com, you will see free resources for artists and get as much information as you need to do your DIY practices. Thank you for listening. Life is full of big moments. Getting married, having kids, moving into a new home. These are the kind of moments that change everything. And they might have you making changes to things you don't always think about, like your health coverage. Covered California wants you to know that when you have a big life change, you may be able to enroll in health coverage or adjust your current plan. The enrollment window is limited, so to see if you qualify or to find one of our local experts, visit CoveredCA.com today. Covered California. It's more than just health care. It's life care.